Accessing library computer data. Casting from the deep depths of cyberspace, this is Darn IT Podcast, Cybersecurity Made Simple, and I'm your host, Darn G, Chief Technical Architect of Darn IT Group. Episode 10. Today is going to be a great episode because it is a, a quick one and has to do with really what we do here in protecting people. So one of the topics um, that has come up in a recent report that I just want to quickly touch on is in regards to credential leaking and something that is really the precipice of hacking. The reason people do it is to obtain information, credentials, personally identifiable information, etc., so forth. So there is a, a report from MGM Resorts in the United States that Details of 10.6 million, with an M, MGM hotel guests posting on a hacking form. Now, the reason I'm highlighting this is because this hack happened about a year ago. And this is a new report in recently, as of uh, February 20th, 2020, because this is basically something that a lot of individuals don't think about when it comes to credential theft and and is why the reason i'm making this podcast is so that we can touch base on that because it's really imperative to understand the the detriments of actually losing your credentials and your identity online so according to the article um from zednet is personal details of more than 10.6 million users who stayed at mgm resorts hotels have been published on a hacking form this week. So besides the regular details for tourists and travels or travelers, including in these leaked files are personal and contact details for celebrities, uh, tech CEOs, reporters, government officials, and employees at some of the world's largest tech companies. Now I'll let that sink in for a minute because in terms of the data now leaked on a hacking form, you have to understand from a year from now or a year ago, these files were lost. And today, now the files have now been exposed to the dark web or to the internet. Uh, NGM resorts have confirmed this incident. And if you don't remember, it has happened. And um, Zednet here stated that they've reached out to some of the individuals who had their information leaked and they have indeed confirmed that they stayed here just to verify that this is not, this is not a bogus report. So according to the details here, um, what sort of files that were exposed? Um, the leaked files that were included, uh, personal details such as full names, home addresses, phone numbers, emails, and dates of birth. Now, MGM Resorts had informed everyone of the breach as of last year. Um, the They were able to verify that this breach occurred, but as well as um, they've also confirmed that this information is valid and exposed on the internet. So the, the hotel chain actually 
informed everybody. It's not like they are not aware of this, but really it's, this is something to take in, in, in serious consideration for um, businesses and for individuals when it comes to um, giving people their information. Now, I know it's, it's basically impossible to understand or to stop this from happening. And a lot of this is on the actual companies that store and protect the data. And this is sort of a cry uh, to organizations that hold and store sensitive information that it's imperative that they do it in the most uh, efficient and secure ways. But I know it's never, ever a guaranteed fashion. Now, to those who've lost their information, their information that's been leaked, for example, and this is not just particularly for MGM, this is just an example, but any organization that leaks your data, um, that's your information that's out there. And there are certain ways to protect yourself um, after a breach. And the one thing I always recommend anybody this day and age, just because the amount of information that's now leaked online and on the dark web is to get um, some credit monitoring for yourself. So understand that this personal, personally identifiable information is on the web. So let's use one of the victims here um, with this MGM incident, uh, Justin Bieber, for example. Um, obviously, Justin Bieber is a bad example because he's well known, but there's certain intimate details about him that isn't necessarily easily accessible if you know where to look. So if someone wants to open up a credit card or open a mortgage in Justin's name, obviously, there are certain pieces of information that they do have now if someone wants to steal his identity. Now, again, as a side note, I'm sure Justin has um, credit monitoring services on himself already, given that he's a celebrity. But um, if you take it down to yourself, someone who isn't in a high position, you're not a CEO, you're not um, running a tech company, etc. It should not matter um, who you are. It's the fact that your information is now exposed and criminals will use that information as they will if they want to use it to steal your identity or to access um, certain sensitive information uh, on your name, stealing, stealing your credit. There's certain things that can go on. So credit monitoring is probably one of the best lines of defense that you can get because if something were to happen to you, uh, to your information, sorry, um, you'll be able to be alerted right away when that incident does happen so that, you know, months or years down the road when you do a credit check on yourself, um, you're not so far gone that it's going to take you a long time. And for those who have had their credit or have had their identity stolen, they know it's a complete pain in the rear to, um, you know, clear your name. So the best thing is to get this monitoring service on yourself as soon as possible so that that can help protect you from these incidences. The second thing you can do is to limit the amount of information you expose out there. I'll give you a little tip. Most of you use one email address for a lot of things. You use it to sign up for newsletters, you use it to sign up um, to the dental office. There's different, different things you use. Now, in order to minimize your risk, one thing I can suggest to you is to use different email addresses. Maybe use uh, one email address for your dental appointments, doctor appointments, anything medically related. Uh, use another email address for um, you know, personal contact to friends and family and use another one for newsletters, etc. Now, I know you're saying, well, there's lots to do here and there's so much email addresses to keep uh, track of. 
I understand that. But in terms of if, let's say if one of those newsletter websites you subscribe to, you lose your information. Um, let me backtrack a bit there for a second. Also, when you do sign up for these newsletter um these newsletter websites, etc. Don't use your real name. Don't use your real date of birth. Create sort of a, a synonym of yourself online, so that it's not your real information. So if that site gets breached, you won't care because it's not actually your real information. But Darnley, I'm lying. A lot of people have said to me, "Well, you know what? It's yes, I know it doesn't seem right and it seems sneaky, but at the same time, you have to protect yourself." And look, looking at new crafty ways to protect yourself is very fundamental this day and age. So um, don't think of it as really a a negative aspect. Think of it as a extra layer of protection on top of your um, identity pr uh, prevention measures. Is the fact that if something were to happen to that business, to that um, that newsletter place, wherever you will be protected. So um, lastly, another piece of advice is having a password manager. Understanding that you can't always use the same password for every website. Let me repeat that. You shouldn't use the same password on multiple websites. You should use a very different password for each website. I understand we're all human and we can cannot always remember everything. I get that. There are things called password managers that will help you remember these passwords that can actually um, fill in some of these uh, lost passwords. Or you can also create a similar but um, dynamic password that kind of follows along some sort of phrase, um, but also it gets changed with every website. Completely up to you, but highly recommend a password manager to store all these passwords, but also um, don't make that password um, simple and also use multi-factor multi authentication to lock that service down as well. Most major players in this landscape do offer multi-factor authentication to protect your passwords so it's not exposed, it's always encrypted, uh, at rest, and in motion. Thank you for listening to Darn IT Podcast with Darnley G. If you like our show and want to know some more, please like or subscribe or leave a review. Remember, Look both ways before crossing information superhighway. Safe computer, everyone. Bye.